jeans, 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 to jeans, jeans. Guess what, jeans? Pull them up. Your mommies are making their way to Columbus, Ohio, September 27th. It's a Death Squad Super Show with uh, Tom Segura. You may have heard of him. He's a very funny, up-and-coming uh, talent. Uh, you've seen him on Comedy Central. You've seen him on uh, some podcasts, BT. various things, BET. Uh, Brian Redband, Tony Henchcliffe, and myself in Columbus on the 27th. And then the 29th, Stardome, Birmingham, Alabama, with just T-Buns and myself. Tour continues September 30th. Nashville Zanies with T-Nuts and I. October 1st, we head to Atlanta at the Punchline. October 2nd, Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, that sounds better. Thank you. Uh, and then October 6th, we're going to wrap it up at Cobb's Comedy Club in San Francisco. And then this mommy goes out October 9th through 12th, Syracuse Funny Bone, Syracuse, New York. October 16th through 19th, Des Moines Funny Bone, Des Moines, Iowa. That's what's up. It's a lot. October is banging. Please support our... That's um, what's up. Our mini tour guys, if you are in and around any of those cities, Columbus, Nashville, Birmingham, Atlanta, Charlotte, San Francisco, please grab a friend. Come to our show. Support your jeans. Pull them up. Follow us on Twitter at Christina P at uh, Tom Segura. Yes. I will also be um, October 10 through 12 at Comics at Foxwood Comedy Club and Casino in Connecticut. Um, I'm very excited about that. I uh, I mentioned on the last podcast about doing the special in uh, November. It's not at Acme. Uh, people were texting me, tweeting me. I called Acme and they don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, well, I'm not doing it at Acme. It's weird. So don't don't, don't call Acme anymore yeah. and ask them when I'm doing it. Uh, the reason I didn't say where I was doing it is because they asked me to just hold off a second while they... Line everything up, and then we'll have the whole announcement of how you can get tickets and everything. So I'm just excited. Just plan on it. November 9th, if you're in Minneapolis, special will be there. All right? Um, that's that, Jeans. That is that. Mm. What else? Um, very exciting. We have some very exciting news here. Let's get going. Rack, rack, ball. Rag em, rack, rag em, rack, rag ball. Allah! Rag em, rack, give me one of them hot dogs. What's your name, man? Willie James, or better known as fucking chicken, as Allah, rag ball. Hello, rag ball. I'm showing who wants to hide now. And stinking chicken. Rag rack, rag em. Rag em, rag em. Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother to this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. you stumble on that sweet gem <laughs> jesus <laughs> that one uh was a special search i was in toronto and i was just on the internet late at night and there was like a thing for uh drugs like don't do drugs kids and i was mm-hmm. like oh this is gonna be some lame fake commercial yeah and it was this clip of this well who apparently he looks like homeless and kind of crazy guy yeah i don't know what's going but he smokes a lot of crack something tells me he likes rocks yeah it's pretty like he's he started. He's just yelling out, sitting on a park bench. Uh-huh. Then the microphone gets closer to him from whoever's filming, which is why it gets louder. Then he climbs through the bushes. He continues <laughs> to scream, and then he cries. That's my favorite part. For some, and it's so mean, but it's the crying. That it is. It's made That's, me laugh a lot. Yeah, and you call me. <laughs> 
fucked up for right. laughing at shit. Right. You're the one who was like, isn't it hysterical when he cries? The crying for some reason really threw me because I like Listen the to yourself. Listen yeah. to yourself. I know, I know. It's not Rack, rack, rack ball. Rag em, rack, rag em, rack, rack ball. Give me one of them hot dogs. What's your name, man? Willie James, better known as fucking chicken, as Allah Ragbar. Hello, Ragbar. I'm showing who wants to hide now. And stinking chicken. He's crawling on the concrete. Uh-huh. Crawling on the ground, crawling on the grass. <laughs> going through the bushes. <laughs> all in the bushes. Oh, rag them. Rag them. <laughs> <laughs> it's the crying that gets me. Oh, I think what he's saying, uh, I've listened to it a few times, I think he's saying Aloha Akbar, which right. is the Muslim chant. Like, of course. Yeah. Aloha, how do they say? Aloha Akbar. Akbar, yeah. Aloha Akbar means God is great or mm-hmm. Allah is the best, but I guess he's chanting. He's just showing his expression for the great God. Sure. That's a, yeah. that's a nice spin on it. And a funky chicken. And they call me, I'm dead, they call me a funky chicken. It sounds a little bit like Theo. It, oh, whoa, wait a minute. What's Theo been up to on the weekends? Uh, rattle, rattle. <laughs> the dog food got me going. Got me going. Shit, I, 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 they call me Funga Chicken. Shit, good. I rattle, rattle. Why, why don't y'all take a walk? Take a walk again. Theo, you know, it's funny. The listeners have been asking me. Yeah. How has life been since you got neutered? Does it what? Oh, uh, since you went in, remember I took you to the vet and then you woke up and stuff was different? Remember yeah, what happened? That? What happened there? Well, well y'all uh, put that motherfucking donut around my neck. Right. Like I was a child. You forgot I'm old. I know <laughs> puppy. Why you do that shit to me, man? <laughs> you didn't notice anything different? I mean, I feel different, but I, I, don't, I don't know what happened. I, I feel different below. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I feel just. I got low. I got a little bit energy. I got low energy. I'm tired all the time. I ain't even seen a bitch I'm excited about in weeks. What's up with that? What's going on? I'm a dog. You've also not been marking as much, and your aggression has really tamed on leash. I mean, that's some would say that's a really good thing. Yeah. So, what? What's what's happening? What's really what's going on? Well, we didn't want to tell you, but we had you fixed we fix what um well some most of the time male dogs and female dogs you got to take them to the vet when they're little puppies but your owners were neglectful who owned you prior to us and they didn't do it when you were little and we took you and we had your testicles removed you what yeah you didn't know You didn't notice when you've been licking and licking and licking that it's a, it's a little different. You're not my mom no more. Theo. I hate you. Theo. We you. we did this for you so I could take you to the dog park so you could finally socialize and Fuck meet other... You. Do- you nasty. Theo. Take me back to Downey. Theo, you don't mean that. I want to go back to the you, cage. You don't mean I that. I want to go to the kennel. I want to die. Okay, here. You want a treat? How about the bacon wrapped treat? Do you still want to go back to Downey? Huh? See, I love you again. I love you. You're the best mom. I love you. Oh, FIFO. Ah. <laughs> He's the cutest dog. He is. He didn't notice. Did you know that? He didn't know. I didn't know that he didn't notice. I hadn't asked him about it. I wanted to be very careful about it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, to FIFO. Yeah, tell him the truth. Um,. So how was T dot? Oh my gosh! It's fucking awesome. Can huh? I tell you that you know I haven't been back Your to motherland? Canada since right I was like four years old, and they made me feel so welcome. These guys, uh, Joe Trujudo, who I called Joe Prejudo, Joey Tooch, Joey Tooch, yeah, Frank and Jason yeah. uh, from Columbus. Uh, he's a death squad Ohio guy. Hazardous, yeah, yeah. These guys and Puff Mama, so sure. kind. So generous, yeah. so wonderful. What a really neat gang of people. Sweet people, man. The club was awesome. The shows were amazing. But I really fell in love with Canada. I really, really love Canada. Look at you. Look at me. Here's why I like it. Uh, I watch TV. I watch their news. 
It's just news. There's just a guy who's like, and then today um, some stuff happened. It's not like, the world is collapsing, America. Like, there's no hysteria. Yeah, it's so boring that way, isn't it? When they just <laughs> read the storyline. It was really interesting. To, Here's what happened. Right. It's weird when uh, when people are, like, really reasonable in their media. Mm. And uh, people, are, people so seemed lame. reasonable. Yeah, it was a very rational country. I really enjoyed that. Um, but the weather, I got to say, honestly, as a California girl, I don't think I could take it. I see, I see why my dad was like, fuck the snow. Yeah. Fuck cold. I don't like being cold. That's anywhere. Anywhere cold. That's for, yeah, it's not just Canada. But I told yeah. my dad today about it, and he's like, oh, yeah, super. These are such a nice people. They're the best people, Canadians. And then nice. I came to Detroit. There's so many. There's all these blacks. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is what I was meant to be. <laughs> I go, yeah, but yeah. He, he says, I love Canadians. I hope I didn't make people think I didn't like the Canadians. I, no. I just didn't like the snow. Of course, the snow is fucking unbearable. But really big thanks to those guys. And, and I met so many mommies. I met Danielle Dazzoli on Twitter. Mm-hmm. She gave us a bunch of stuff for FIFO. Um, I don't know it. Oh, those two wonderful women. They brought me cheese and crackers and wine and all kinds of goodies. I mean, I got so many treats. I was very spoiled in Toronto. People are just, it um, success. it's just, it's so fun to be up there, man. Yeah, it's I really, cool. I really have a good time literally in any city that I go to in Canada. Um, uh, this, in particular, uh, this week, actually, I'll be in Toronto. No. Toronto. Way. I'm going up there. I'm going to do a show with Joseph Rogan. We're doing the Sony Center on Friday. Mm-hmm. No, Thursday. I might mm-hmm. do come some extra shows <laughs> as part of the comedy festival that the Toronto Just for mm. Laughs is going on this week. So I... Might go. They can't hear a wink. I, I'm doing it for you. You. They I can't might, hear winks on the microphone. Babe. I might do some extra shows Friday in hmm. Toronto. That's interesting. Like where? Where do you think you'd be? Um, you just have to pay attention. Huh. Later this week, and you'll find out. Jeans. Like on Twitter, is that where people have to pay attention? Yes. Pay attention on Twitter. Okay. If you're in Toronto, you might. Get to see well, some more so shows. many mommies uh, and desk waters were ecstatic that you and Joe uh, were coming to Toronto. Yeah, Brian so. Callen's coming too, so oh. it should be a good time. Yeah, um, so nice, so nice. Jeans, can I please uh, give a big thank you to everybody else, by the way, who last week, just based on Twitter, we tweeted out that our um, third bonus had gone up, mm. and it reached number two on the iTunes How albums. ironic. Um, our favorite number to reach. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, everybody that got it. If you didn't get it, if you didn't know about it, our third bonus is out. It is live from Houston. So you get the whole live from Houston show, which was crazy. It was a little off the rails. It was off the rails. So much energy and fun. It's a good time. It's a live podcast. Bob Biggerstaff joins us. Then... We also play you, with commentary, audio from some shows I did in Arizona where I deal with a horrific woman and then another guy, uh, different shows. It's crazy. Hecklers. A couple of pigs. But the audio is spot on. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, to everybody that's gotten it, thank you. To those of you that will get it, thank you. To those of you, we still get a couple of detractors every time. He's Why are you charging for this? Look, it's... No different than people having... We could sign... We could create a premium account, which I know some people would just do. What we're doing is we're just... Whenever we have one that we think is unique, we put it out there. We try to make it super reasonable in price, and it just supports the show. This is how... This right. helps us do what we do. And listen, it, it's not mandatory. Of course. This is like extra credit. You know what I'm saying? Like we do two shows a week for you guys. We will always keep those free 99. I don't, of course. We will never uh, change that model. But if you want some extra credit on your mommy knowledge, go to the bonus episode. Yes. That's all. It's the bonus episodes allow us to to do things a little bit like, like for instance... It's out of the norm. It's the shows the norm. don't really fit in. And also like I can... I can look into, because of the bonus structure, I could look into, like, you know what? I want to do a bonus episode with Maria. I'm going to fly to Chicago to do it. 
Mm-hmm. Like that idea has come to mind. Mm-hmm. And because of the bonus way we can do it, that makes sense. We can afford to do it. Right. Yeah, for so sure. Yeah. There's things like that that just come about that we go, all right, this this might make sense. This might work. Yeah, for real. So anyways, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but just thank you if you got it. Please consider getting it. And um, that's all. We'll keep doing bonuses as, as often as we can. Yeah, it's a little something fun. It's yeah. fun for us to do too. I like it. I was in Lottie Dottie for the weekend. Oh, Fart Lauderdale. <laughs> a lot of people like that crack. A lot of, of people did. Yeah, I know. I've got supporters. Anyways. Um, Come here, buddy. Fart Lauderdale was a lot of fun. A lot of Cubanos, a lot of Puerto Ricanos. I had a great time. Yeah. I great crowds. I didn't mean despite the Cubans and Puerto Ricans. No, I know. I meant in addition. It was fun, man. Yeah, it's a great place. Yeah. Um, you saw your sister? I saw Jane, my mm-hmm. sister, who was like, whatever. Um, but she was actually, she and was fun. Gone. She came to the show, she hung out in the green. And then a one guy stopped me after the show because... I have a story, too. I had walked around uh-huh. earlier, and he goes, I saw you walking around. And I go, yeah. He goes, was that Top Dog? And I go, <laughs> oh, shit. I go, yeah. He goes, he's here? And I go, yeah, but he's not at the show. He's like, oh, man. I thought that might be Top Dog. I was like, Aww. yeah, because he didn't come to the show because I asked him. Because it fucking freaks me out to have my so much it's family. It's the worst. I don't do it. I don't. I have a strict no family policy at my shows. Oh, God, it's like it gives me anxiety. It gives me anxiety. I mean, why? You know, you you, try, you need to be free. You can't censor yourself. You can't think. Uh, am I going to talk about touching my peener? And my mom is in the audience. I know. You just don't want it. it. It's not worth it. When uh, earlier this year I did West Palm. My dad went with one of my friends, and my, my friend was like, I go, how was my dad? He goes, he just stared at you on the monitor, and then he would look at people like, oh, while he watched no. them. I yeah. was like, that's so fucking weird, weird yeah, to me. I, yeah. like I have a strict no. My family members uh, will sneak in against my wishes. That's not cool. It's so uncool, and I've had it happen uh, a couple times. I don't, I don't appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't yeah. come to your job and watch you uh, type emails. Yeah, it's it's still it's still our workplace. They, and the other thing is that people like family friend they always think that like every night that you do stand up is like a part. Like well, let's it's go party. party. Yeah, yeah. You're like no, I'm actually this is my job. I got to go work. Well, because you know if every week is a party, that means you're partying Thursday through Sunday of every week of every your life week. that you're on the road. Yeah, you, you can't die. sustain. That's right. how guys die. That's how it fucking yeah. Kinnison and all those guys. Um, so the best thing I didn't even tell you this in real life yet. But so, this is real life. Well, you know what I mean? Like off the air or whatever. Yeah, I know. I'm listening. <laughs> so, okay. After the show, it was Saturday night show was packed, nutty, nutty packed. Like they had to bring in extra chairs. It was just bananas packed. So smoky. Like there was so much pot in this room and I haven't smoked pot in a while, you know, cause I haven't been like feeling that great. Did you I, do a gangbang? I did a, a blow bang, a gangbang. 5,000 black guys. No, okay. I blame the pot. So any hoodles, uh, after the show, uh, one of our listeners and their husband came to meet me and talk to me. It was so, they're so, we have the best listeners, by the way. If awesome. I've never said this before, I just want to thank you guys so much for always supporting us and always coming out. And you guys are the, the coolest people. You know, yeah. Without fail, when I meet the mommies, they're like the most awesome people. They're yeah. they're never... Sweethearts. Yeah, they're never shitheads. Like, we don't have people that suck who listen to our show. Anyways, uh, I'm just talking to this to the one of the fans and her husband. <laughs> her husband and I are talking, and her husband uh, just rips one. Like, farts, like, super loud. Like... <laughs> and then I look at him, and I'm like, did you just fart? And because everybody's high and stoned, like slightly paranoid, he's like, yeah, I did. I did. I thought it'd be funny. Is that okay? Like both of us were like, is that okay? I don't know. Is that okay? I don't know. Am I weird? I'm like, yeah, it's totally okay. It's so like, it's your mom's house. Of course. You know, I don't want to give people the idea that they should come up to us now and fart, but it was pretty funny. I for think the you just planted that seed. Babe. <laughs> yeah. You guys heard her. Oh if no. If you want Christina's don't. attention at a show. <laughs> but uh, it was pretty funny because yeah, he got really awesome. weird about it. Like right away. Because you yeah. can tell he was like inspired. You know, he's like, I want to fucking fart. Yeah. It's going to be really funny. And then he thought better of it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, good time. Good time. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, 
figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Jeans, uh, let's get into this uh, call. Yeah. Uh, guys, check out this phone call we just made a little while ago um, with <laughs> the, my mother. The funniest story ever told. Funny Tom. story. My mother is visiting Maria. Ah, like, really? Uh-huh. She's visiting Maria in Chicago right now. I got my mom to tell a very funny story. Oh, my God. Seriously? Yes. And then... Um, and then a shocking revelation. Shocking revelation. All this uh, right now in this call. <laughs> Hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Mom, will you please tell Christina the story you told me yesterday? I wanted you to tell her because I, I, I purposely didn't tell her just so you could tell her. Christina. Yeah. First, you need to know one thing. I'm so scared of a, of a man when I'm alone. Of men. And if I have... A man, a man. If a man is coming in my house to fix something, I call a friend to come and stay with me because right. I'm scared. She so gets that, just, she always course. gets she's always been scared. I, I, like this. But yeah. I'm the same way. I think you should be. So you know how that is when you're that type of person, the idea of being alone in a car with a man already is scaring me. Right. But at least I know it's a taxi with fifty thousand numbers there. So I get in the car and the taxi driver Well let's let's heavy. let's set this up first. Because she doesn't know, you flew to Chicago this weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. You flew to Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah. So my I mom flew to Chicago. Chicago to see Maria, mm-hmm. and she's taking the cab now from the airport mm-hmm. to Maria's house. Okay. Got it. Okay. Okay. I got in the car. Number one, Maria gave me a text with instructions. Tell him to take north in here, south in here, east in here. So I get in the taxi, and the guy says, where are we going? I said, 1667, blah, blah, blah. I said, well, you are going to take... No, you don't need to tell me anything. Oh. And I said, well, my daughter told me to give it. No, I'm a taxi driver, and I'm driving since 1973. You don't need to tell me anything. I said, okay. And then I see him opening the book and reading to see how is he going to do it. <laughs> I said, well, will it help if I tell you that you are going to take off in North? Don't tell me. I said, okay, I won't tell you. Uh-huh. Then he leans both hands against the steering wheel, a heavy rain, and decides to start looking in the mirror, pull down the mirror. And they start looking through the mirror at me. So how what? are you? <gasps> and I said, uh, I am fine, thank you. Are you married? And I said, happily married. Oh. How long have you been married? 38 years. 38 years, that's a long time. <laughs> and I said, well, no, no when you're happily married. And do you have children? Yes, I have three kids. He asked me for each one. So how old is Maria? How many children? How oh about Tommy? God. Where does he live? Do they have any kids? Then how about Jane? Why isn't she married? How old is Jane? Where does she live? And do you go to visit them? How often to each one? 
she asked me every question, and I said, when are you going to look straight? Because it's raining. So, of course, after all these million questions, I have to ask him about him. Because I believe your wife. No, Wait. no wife. Never, never been married. And, and I said, no, never a girlfriend. I said, never a girlfriend? The oh. man, I should say, is my age. So he goes, I swear to God, never have a girlfriend. Oh. I said, wow. And I said, and I only have sex twice in my life. What? That's what he says so to her. I'm talking about a man. Maria, please. You know what Maria is telling me? What? To tell you that he says that, not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Maria. That's how you're having three kids then. <laughs> okay, good one. So he says, I've had sex twice in my life. And I only had sex twice in my life. To God, once in 1973, I was 24 years old. By the way, both with ladies that I was that I picked up from the airport. Well, at that point, I was peeing in my pants. <laughs> Wait, I want to make sure Christina understands. Do you understand what she said? That he only had sex twice in his life, once in 1974 when he was 20 something years old. And both, do you hear what she said? No, I both, both cases. Both cases were women that he picked up from the airport. So he tells Shut her that. Uh, Both were the girl no, women. I oh, so he's throwing it out there. Like, maybe you're no, number three? I was peeing in my pants. I was so scared, Christina. Oh, no. And then he says, the first one, she um, made me stop in a store, and I pick up a bottle of wine, and we ended her place. It was fun. We have a lot of fun. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. Uh-huh. I said, the second one was in 1982, and she was, and she was divorced. Now this is this one's different because she was divorced as an older woman. <laughs> in that case, winning my place, that was a lot of fun too. <laughs> I didn't know what to tell him. I said, um, you know, can you imagine this conversation with your taxi driver? Oh no. no! The whole thing was so weird and scary. So I, I started telling him. I said, well, number one, I don't know what kind of woman you pick up in the airport, so they go and have sex like that. <laughs> I said, that's not. That sounds pretty disgusting to me. But one thing, one thing is sex, another thing is love. What you need is love. Uh, no, it's not going to happen. And he said, of course it's going to happen. You haven't met the right woman yet. And what was, what did you tell him again? Oh my God. Oh, this, yeah. In the meantime, Christina, I'm so scared. that when she told me that, I said, I want to be sure this guy doesn't feel like this is it. So I said, you, he says, when are you coming back? When are you leaving? And I said, oh I'm going back on, I said, I'm going back on Thursday. Maybe I call you so you can take me to the airport. But I told him that so he can feel like, you know, he for sure takes me to my house because I'm not, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to tell you or no? No, I, I don't know. Because wouldn't that encourage him? Well, she's trying, to, she's trying to give him a fake sense of, Stability. I see. Like, I oh, see. I, it's cool. I'm, I'm not overreacting. So, I see. yeah, maybe you can take me to the airport. Right, right. You know, so I everything's see. cool. That's smart, Charles. That's what they tell you to do when you get kidnapped. Yeah. I know. I say, yeah. I, I call you and then you can take me back. And he says, okay, wh- when are you leaving? Oh, but I don't have a phone. After all phone. that. I don't have a Doesn't phone. Okay, that's too. Mm-hmm. That's too bad. But then he says, uh, why did you what? And then he reach down, gets a piece of paper and a pencil. And he says, um, she says loud, Maria Sadrita, around 16, 67, Thursday, at what time? At what time do I need to pick you up? Um. And I said, well, no, I don't know that yet. As I have to ask my daughter because I don't remember, I don't remember the time. Call your daughter right now. Call your daughter right now. Oh my God. <laughs> I can call my daughter right now because she's with a baby. And when I called her earlier, she couldn't answer and she, she gets upset if I call when she's with the baby. Well, then let's wait a few minutes and then you call her. And in that moment, Maria called me. So uh, Maria says, where are you now? So I have to ask him. Mm-hmm. I said, she wants to know where I went. Tell her and in the, by the museum. That, ask her, ask her about your fly. Ask her about your fly. Jose Maria, this gentleman is going to take me back on Thursday. Okay. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> he needs to know my fly and at what time I guess. What the hell should I know? It? And, I said, <laughs> and I said to the guy, she says that she's checking in the internet. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Maria picked up immediately what is going on. 
And I said, yeah, okay, Maria, then you let me know. Okay, okay, so I hang up. And she said, is she calling you back? I said, yes. Okay, so, so, so she's calling you back. Yes, she's Jeez. calling me back. Oh, jeez. Now, she's Mom, he's in love yeah. with you. Mom, at any point, did you think of as a joke to say, hey, why don't we go have sex right now? I could be number three. <laughs> Very funny, Tommy. <laughs> Wait, Very but, funny. Charo, was he cute at least? Say it again. Was Ask he cute? Him. Was he cute, she said? I can hear what she's, she said. She's asking if he was cute, at least. Was he good-looking? He was a normal human being, an old man. An old man? He wasn't was ugly. Man. He wasn't... Yeah, he was a normal man. Like he Sean Connery? He's an old man. Like Sean Connery, yeah, I would be attacking him. <laughs> <laughs> so you finally get to the house, and then... No, no, yeah. no, no. He drove me crazy to call Maria. Oh, my God. And I said, no. So Maria called back again and said, ask her for the flight. So said, Maria, he wants to know about the flight. Maria says, well, tell him I'm checking. I haven't got in the, I haven't, I'm checking the flights. I haven't got it yet. So he, she will have it when we get in the house. I said, yes, she will have it in the house. So Maria, of course, I talked in Spanish word for me outside. I was scared to, <laughs> mm. so Maria says, standing outside like a soldier. The guy doesn't even get out of the car and he says to Maria, when is the flight, when is the flight leaving? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My father was so each one passed to the next one. Wow. My father had the flies and he was in meetings and I couldn't interrupt him. Yeah. It, wow. At that point he kind of the guy made me sad. He said, that's too bad. You're a nice lady and I like you. I wanted to take you. Mm. And I said, Well I'm so sorry, yes, open mentally. Oh my god, I got off the car. Did you give him your phone oh, number? Yeah. Yeah. Did you give him your number? He keeps saying, keep saying, I like you, I really like you. Oh. He told me this twenty <laughs> times in the way. By the way, he looks in the mirror. Ah, Christina, we're in the mirror. We're looking through the mirror the whole time. And he says, "I like you. How old are you?" <laughs> and I said, "I am old." And he said, "How old are you, really? I like you." And I said, "I'm really old." And you don't ask a woman how old is she, but not really. How old are you? And I said, "I am ninety-five." <laughs> and he said. You are not 95. I said, I am 95. He said, no, tell me the truth. How old are you? I said, well, close to that. So don't ask me anymore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was the whole, he, he knows the whole story. The part that scares me is he has Maria's address. Oh, yeah, of my course. God. Maybe, maybe Maria will be number three. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know and guess so what? scary. Uh. They stole Maria's bicycle last night. <gasps> what? Yes. Where um, was it? They over the fence. They have to climb over the fence inside where her patio is. Yeah. Oh my god. There. They That's came. They came into the into through the fence. Exactly. Oh, Wait, Charo. I, I. It's funny because your story, to me, is kind of a scary story. It's kind of terrifying to happen to a woman, but your son thinks it's the funniest story he's ever heard. <laughs> for for him, this is a funny story. Yeah, he thinks it's the funniest thing that he's ever heard. It's a funny story. The, the story of the cab driver is funny. You think so? But your, I tell your you, mother I being tell afraid? You, Christina, I tell you, I know the cab driver, that's really scary. I took a cab in Houston in a heavy, oh, you always get heavy rains, and that one was a black, black, black guy, probably 95. <laughs> we had sunglasses in the rain with thunderstorms, thunderstorms and lightning. Sunglasses, that could, how do you say those wrap sunglasses? And on top of that, he put tiny little reading glasses so he can really sing. <laughs> we take off to the airport. I'm petrified with the guy because to begin, he can see. Yeah. How can you put well, sunglasses so in sandals from a raining? <laughs> and how black and is then, he? How black is he? And read as black as... What is the blackest that you can get? <laughs> ebony. I mean, as black mm. as ebony. Huh. Okay. We... We are going to the airport in Houston, which obviously these airports are not familiar. I'm praying the rosary in the way, in total silence, and all of a sudden he takes off and exit. And I said, where are we going? Do you hear this? He takes he off takes on an exit. He takes off, right. He, he exits oh where he's not supposed God. to. And I look around, and it's a t- totally like a slums, really, really old, cramped houses. I don't see a soul in the street. Oh, no. And I said, what is this? I have to make a payment. I said, well, excuse me, but I took a taxi to go to the airport. What? I, I know. They will take a few minutes. 
I, I was petrified. Petrified. So the guy parks the car and he says, don't worry, it'll take me a few seconds. And I said, when he got off, I said, I can't get out. I don't have a place to go. Around, you couldn't see a car or a soul. Nothing. Nothing but just abandoned houses. I said, if I get out, I don't have a place to go. I don't have anybody to, you know, an office, a, a car, nothing. And my fear was this guy getting in and Freya coming out and they killed me. So, so I called, so I called Charu Figari. She calls her friend. Went, my friend was in the hospital and I went to help her to, to visit her. So I called her and said, Charu, do me a favor, write down this number. And if you don't hear from me in 30 minutes, you call that number and report it. And she said, what happened? He said, well, I don't know, but I, I explained you later, just write down the number. So she wrote down the number and and I just put, the guy came back. And she said, see, I came back. I know you didn't believe me. I said, well, but you don't do stuff like that. I said, you know, I'm taking a taxi to the airport and you decide to make a payment. Yeah. And she says, well, I'm sorry. What happened is I really have to make a payment to allow me to get into the airport. I said, well, why didn't you tell me that? You should ask me before we even get in the taxi instead of going this way. But I didn't want to get too upset because then what if it gets worse? By the time we got at the airport, he told me he was a pastor. He says, I know that you were afraid and you didn't trust me. But he turned around and we hold hands and we said prayer together. Aww. And then I look, I look at the phone number that I get Charo Figari, and I never even realized that it says, in case of lost baggage, call his number. She told her friend to call the lost luggage line. Right. If she doesn't, if she doesn't call back. <laughs> So she'd have been like, my friend disappeared. And they'd be like, is it a Samsonite or what is it? <laughs> did you, before you said oh bye God. to that guy, did you say, by the way, you are so, so black? Tony, <laughs> I have never seen anything that black. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Was he African? Did he have an accent? Yeah, he came from Kenya. Oh, he's oh, an African guy. So yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, completely yeah. African. Yeah. And she told me, and, and no teeth. No teeth? <laughs> no teeth. Huh. And, and that one was really nice 95. Look. That is a good look. I, I don't know how he made it, the poor guy. Oh, my God. That is hysterical. Really hey, Mom, I wanted to ask you this. I'm going to read yeah. you a description of a type of person, and you tell me if you know anybody in your life that fits this description, okay? Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, a very high sense of self, self-worth, okay? So thinks highly of themselves, um, is not phased by heavy criticism. So in other words, when they're criticized, it doesn't really affect them that much. Yeah. Easily rebounds from um, detracted situations. So in other words, if they, they do get criticized, it just... It, it does your father. Okay, so do you know what, what, what type of person I'm describing right now? <laughs> where this is from? Your father. Right, but do you Your know father. right, but do you know who like where I'm reading this from? No, I have no idea. It's a description of sociopaths. <laughs> so <laughs> So he's a sociopath. That's what I'm that's what I'm putting out oh, there. Yeah. So sociopaths are also ironically enough, based on conversations you and I have had, they're also Easily capable of killing somebody and not feeling badly about it. Okay, this is great. <laughs> now I'm gonna have two dreams. Do you think? Yeah, okay. Do you think Dad might? Thank be... you because I sent you a text saying you I was falling asleep. Yeah. And then you are trying to describe me that the man that I admire the most, easily rebounded, work hard, high esteem of himself, also easily killing, and all he does is making me watch every killing show. We keep growing in killings at the stream, but now I don't go in the bedroom anymore. I just can't help it. <laughs> now we, we, I can't even tell you the names that he found new shows. We yeah. went first from the from the Dateline to Forty Eight Hours wow. to the Mob. You know, the Dateline. What is the other ones, Maria? Well, Tommy knows. Ask Tommy. It's his DVR too. Well, I know that he likes this. He likes to show like how they did it. Like, doesn't he like to watch that? How they got how the, how the, how the person killed? <laughs> no, no. Now he takes me to watch the family. It's a strictly family uh, crime in mansion walls, and the death in the family. Oh my god! Oh wow! 
Maria wanted to have it tested for everybody. No, we are watching horrible crimes. <laughs> and every every single show we watch, as he's watching, I turn around and say, Tom, please, I'm begging you not to kill me. <laughs> and instead of saying, how can you talk like that? He says, okay, baby. I said, can you give me some reassurance when you say it? He says, okay, I won't kill you. And he keeps watching it, so. I want to tell you this. Also, if he did kill you, I think hmm. he's capable of not feeling badly about it. I think he's wired that way. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> you are a piece of shit. <laughs> I think he would and just it, go play around the golf right after. <laughs> Christina, if you're living in California, yeah. if I was you, I would call the police and tell him to guard your house. Yes, some precautions. Oh, I'm you on have it. No idea what All right. Well, <laughs> I love you. We love you. I love you. I love Maria. Love Tell you, Maria we love her too, okay? I want to call you tomorrow and let you know about one 24-hour day with Maria, okay? Okay, oh please, do. God, please, please do. Please do. I, I will start at 8 o'clock in the morning. Wait. I hope you don't get exhausted by the time I finish. Have you gone to Starbucks yet? No, no more Starbucks. What? what? You don't go to Starbucks, no? She hasn't gone to Starbucks anymore. What happened? Why? This is huge breaking news. She did a cleanse, so mm. she decapped herself completely, and now she drinks a green tea, and guess what? What? She declines Jeff, too. She what? Detox uh, Jeff, so Jeff doesn't oh. drink Starbucks uh, anymore. Either. What? Oh Can you put her on the phone no. for a second? Yes. Hey. 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 Brah. Hey. Con. You. Hi. Yeah, Ra, you don't go <laughs> to Starbucks anymore? No, I'll go to Starbucks every now and then and get a green tea. But I uh, I told Josh, I'm like, I really wanted to do like a detox, a cleanse. Yeah. I try to do it twice a year, like spring cleaning and then right yeah. before fall. All right, for the so, holidays. Yeah, I like to kind of clean myself, either get ready for fall fashion in the winter. Just It's a good program to end the summer, you know, sweet treats and yeah. drinking yeah. and whatnot. So it's going to be... Seven days of no sugar, no caffeine, no alcohol, nothing processed, nothing artificial, <sighs> just really good, clean, you know, eating. I'm not I'm there. Um, and I figured it would be good because he spent like $1,000 a month on Starbucks. It might just be a good way, especially for Jeff, who has 12 to 16 chunks of espresso a day to taper off. <laughs> That's mentioned all the chocolate. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, 12 what? to 15 espresso shots yeah, a, a day. that's a lot, buddy. Yes. So we did it. Um, he... For, so, like, the week before we were going to do it, he cut down to, like, four to six shots of espresso a day. Oh, and then that morning, we just did it cold turkey. We had no, no sugar, no espresso, nothing. And we did it for six days. Wow. By the following Friday, I was like, I want a glass of wine, and I want some sugar. Yeah, of course. But um, I, so I haven't gone back. I haven't, haven't done no more no more of my tea, my awake teas or cappuccinos, and he has not had any caffeine since then. Beautiful. Wait a minute. Not even the pumpkin spice latte? No, not even the pumpkin spice latte. Nothing. Wow. I've done green tea and chamomile tea at home. And then if I'm out and about, I'll grab a green tea. But No drizzles? No drizzle, huh? And I put a little drizzle on the bottom, no. and I like a lot of drizzle on the side of the cup, too. I know. Uh, I still, I know. I still find caramel sauce. I know. I did. I love it. Just, yeah, I, you I, loved I, it. I, love I do. I still love it. I mean, I have a, there's a soft spot in my heart for caramel sauce and sugar. But I realized I had to cut back. What about Weston? He loves the caramel drizzle with the whipped cream. He gets whipped cream every now and then. It's true. But Weston, we've dip, learned. Dip, it's really dip, dip. Yeah, you know what? Weston's really sensitive and it's total fast case with sugar. So I've kind of cut the sugar from him too. Mm. Especially now, like I made the mistake of giving him a little spoon of whipped cream before his first soccer practice. And that was a total disaster. Because he was like, a lunatic that has been released from an insane asylum. It just went completely berserk, like faster. Yeah. It so reminds me of somebody I know. I don't know who I... I can't remember who it reminds me of. Me neither. Mm. I'm not fastic. I'm much more controlled than that. Mm. He was completely a loose cannon. Uh, I want to play soccer. Right. So, nah. I don't talk like that at home. I don't play soccer. <laughs> well, does a lot more. Are you having a good time with mom? Is it fun having mom there? It's so much fun. Yeah, mom loves to talk to you, but it's so much fun having okay. her. I love having her. All right. I love you guys. Mom. I love, love you. Okay. All right, bye. Tommy. Yeah. I got here yesterday. Yeah. I knew my other wife, and she decided to be cleans me, too. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, and she said, Mom, no bread and no what? sugar for you. 
What are you going to eat? No, first you told me only for 30 days. And said, Maria, it will be like telling me don't eat for the rest of your life because yeah. I live in bread and sweets. Shut up. I am talking. And then she goes, and I said, Maria, she told me so much how Jeff and her are doing this stuff that I feel like the biggest loser on earth. So I said, well, okay, let's do one day, Maria. One day. And I don't even know if I can do that day. Okay. Okay, mom. Let's do it one day at a time. So the first day, I arrived here with a super active, hyper baby, a super active, hyper man, and I cannot touch sugar, and I cannot, oh, and I cannot no. eat bread. That's oh, my God. I live in. Horrible. Tommy, Don't do that. No, it, it, I was in misery. All I'm doing is counting the minutes and just <laughs> stuffing carrots and stuff. By the end, I ate so much of the other stuff that I looked six months pregnant in the evening. I said, Maria, I can't even see the straight. What happened to me? No, that's because you have done all these stupid things that she said. Mm-hmm. This morning I got up. I have a diarrhea. Like the one that told me about, okay? I diarrhea. have to get up because the toilet was filling up. I said, Maria, what? That's your fiber. See how good it is? You are decleansing. I said, I have no interest. I'm totally decleansed now. I'm... I, I need a toast right this second. Give me my bread. I was about to kill Maria. She has me my bread. Okay, then today, today you have one toast. That's it. Tomorrow you have one dessert. That's it. Oh, By Wednesday you have one toast. Well, Tommy, today I attacked. By the time she left, she went to take her to school. I ate three toasts. <laughs> and I went toast after toast after toast because it was the biggest torture of my life. Did you have... Horrible diarrhea? Oh, my God. Also, I'd like to know that Mama arrives complaining about her stomach and her gases and all she eats about Suda. I'm going to help me, please. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want bullshit. I only will only eat healthy food. I'm going to try this again. I do it with you here. I'm like, you keep it. You can do it. See? All she complained about was her bloated, her gases in her belly. Look how swollen she is. So I think if you want to do this, <laughs> I can't even understand what's I know, going what's on. happening over there. She suggested it. So I was here to support her because all she said, help me, help me. I want you to Can you mind me begging? Please take me out. <laughs> she is full of bullshit. And he let it to me. Get out of bullshit for Maria. Get out of bullshit for Maria. Maria, please help me begging me. Please. I don't know. Hello? Unbelievable. Um, I can't believe this kid. Did you have any more diarrhea after that initial one? Well, after that, I, I told her I ate three toasts. Then I made her take me to a fresh market, whatever place it is, and I bought a dessert the size of a trumpet. And I said, I'm going to eat a little by little, little by little, bullshit. <laughs> I hate the whole thing. The cramps sit in the floor. And these people are so detoxed that they detox the dog, too. Oh, So geez. now, I said, Maria, wow. call, call the dog so he can eat my cramps because I feel all the sweet. He had, goes, he said, Maria, cramps. And he said, the third. And Maria goes, oh, my gosh, mom, you make a mess. So... We call Klaus. Klaus come and smell it. She doesn't care for sweets. She's the tux. Wow. What an amazing dog. Yeah. Amazing dog. Amazing my Amazing fire. Amazing Klaus. Yeah. Well, amazing. I, um, it was so fun to talk to you guys. I love you guys. Fly safe. No, I him. hope you get the same cab driver on the way to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to pray, say a prayer for me. That's not funny. And... Um, uh, I hope Dad doesn't kill you when you get home either. <laughs> <laughs> Christina. Yes? I would say a prayer that Tommy doesn't kill you either. Then. Well, please pray for me because I wait for it every night in terror. I, you can count on my prayers and thank God my prayer will work. So don't worry. Thank he you. won't kill you. Thank you. I appreciate okay. that. Okay. All right. Have thank you. Dreams, guys. Well, I love okay. you. Love Bye, you. Mom. Bye. Take care. I love you. I love you, bye. 
Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. There you have it. Um... That was the call, guys, that we did earlier, just a little while ago with uh, my mom. There's a lot going on. First of all, yeah, uh, I like how you're like, oh, my mom has a really funny, funny story to tell you about how (laughs) some guy almost assaulted her and murdered her. It's not that funny, babe. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Uh huh. What part's the funniest? Well, nothing happened, and it was just she always overreacts. So it's fear that's, you know, Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. It's your mother's terror that makes you That makes me laugh, yes. Your adorable, uh, Peruvian, beautiful mom being afraid of a cab driver gives you endless joy is what you're saying. (laughs) It's pretty funny. I thought it was pretty funny. Mm -hmm. You didn't think it was funny at all? No, because uh, I've been in cabs where weird stuff has happened, and it's quite scary for a woman to be alone with a freaky guy. Which, um, do you think that when she was describing the second cab driver, she was thinking he was more... <laughs> God damn it, nigga, He's like, he's no, so same. black. You know the funny thing about the way that she speaks and translates Spanish to English and everything? Is when she goes, this guy was black, black, black. She, that's why I asked later on, like, are you talking about how dark, like, in other words, is he from another country? She's like, oh yeah, he's African. Right, right. That that's her, for her the thing that stands out. It's that he was an, so black, black. Yeah, black, black, black. What is the blackest thing you could be? <laughs> Should have been like uh, Marshawn Lynch. He's pretty black. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Who's Marshawn Lynch? Everybody, listen to the newest episode of Charge It to the Game. That's all I gotta say. Um, also, huge update from Maria. Uh, yeah, I mean, no Starbucks. What is going on? Dirty and disgusting. Yeah. What? I feel like our world has come crashing down. This is um, a whole a whole new thing for us to think of a Maria Sons Starbucks. Yeah. It's, I mean... It, it's not a world I want to live in. I think actually as much as we talk about that Maria is a, a shithead there, I feel like a world that doesn't have Maria in Starbucks is an incomplete world. Yeah, I know. You know? I know. 
I agree. Uh, The world is off kilter, but hopefully this cleansing nonsense will end quickly. Yeah, because it also sounded like it was temporary. Temporary. Like she was like, I'm going to go back there. I'm not great. Hey. La la la. La 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 la. You know what's great is that when you do the impression of her to her, she responds exactly as her impression of her is. In that voice, right? It's amazing. Yeah. I don't talk like that. And you're like, you don't talk like that. Well, I don't like. We got, we got a la, 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 la. I don't want that. I just want the topping part. The little, like you put whipped cream on as a topper. If right. I ask for a lot more whipped cream, you're going to charge me for a fucking latte too? Right. Some more. You have to push the button for the whipped cream to come out. Now, my, now is that a latte? Because mm. you had to push the fucking button that says steam milk, she decided, oh, it's a latte. Mm. And I know I don't work at Starbucks, but I think I frequent there enough to know. You definitely it's, frequent it enough yeah, to I know. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, I do. So uh, great. I wanted to go back very quickly. So do I. She'll be on, is it off the wagon when you when you go back to your old ways or on the way? Off the wagon. Yes. Off, off the wagon in no time. My prediction, these cleanses, you can't do it for more than a week. I mean, come on. Who can tolerate that I mean, shit? Come on. Come on now, pal. Uh, also, Jeff, her husband drinking 12 to 15, to 15 shots a day. Of espresso. It's not good for your kidneys. I don't think it's good for your bowels. Mm-mm. You get kidney stones that way. That's way too much. That's I think half of that is now. too much. Oh, it, you're like, I have four to six. I have seven a shots a day of espresso. I'll be like, that's pretty, you need to cut back on that. Well, when you work at Starbucks, like when I work at Starbucks, yeah. you do kind of go through like two Different. or three drinks a day. Yeah. Just because you're at the bar and you're making yeah. them. You but you don't tired. finish them. You can yeah. throw it away because like, you get free drinks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty, uh, pretty gnar You saw a guy have a caffeine overdose. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> there was a guy that. I worked at, I worked with Starbucks. Uh, like this is when I was like 20 years old and he drank way too much and he like had a coffee freak out like a coffee OD mm-hmm. and we had to lay him down in the back room yeah. like lay him down and then we had to force feed him Madeline's those cookies because like what helps you is to get food in your bloodstream if you ever OD on caffeine that's how you kind of temper that how do you do it you got to eat stuff because oh. like, you get it you dilute whatever in your bloodstream just like with pot by the way whenever I've been too high mm-hmm. what you got to do is eat something and then you can I level out quick. Do you really? Yeah, dude. Hmm. Yeah, because I feel like it. Or it, with chocolate, if you have <laughs> diabetes, <laughs> right? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Like does that fun. really work for me? It does. Really it takes the high down. Yeah, takes the high. It makes down. sense, doesn't it? Because like sure. your bloodstream is full of THC, but if you eat something, then maybe whatever you're you're putting in your body is taking over. That's my theory, anyway. That's pretty. It's not Fuck a bad it. theory. Who knows, bro? Who knows, bro? It's not a bad theory at all, bro. But oh, also, I like how you presented the sociopath theory. Do you like that to your mom? Yeah. Because who's been saying that about Top Dog? <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny. Who's been saying that? Just tell me who's been saying that. Have you house. been saying that, babe? I've yeah. been saying that your dad's a sociopath for years. He's not really one. No, but he does share some of the traits. Yeah. Because I remember when we were. Remember you read that book about sociopaths like years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was I'm like, reading another one, right? But I'll, now I'm saying. See, so why why are you so interested? Don't you find it odd that you're super interested in sociopaths? Think it's because I think of my dad's one on a subconscious level. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I think that your dad. No, no, no. I've had one of those before. Number <laughs> six. I think your dad definitely shares some characteristics, mm-hmm. like you like you illuminated, yeah, enumerated, illuminated to your mom just yeah. now. Yeah. It's possible. It's fun to... Uh, the, the fun part is to get her to think that he might kill her. That's the fun part. That is the fun part. And I also think sometimes your dad doesn't like... I don't think he feels stuff the way some people do. Most people do. Could, I mean, yeah. He he definitely blocks out feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he he feels guilt and, sh- and stuff. He does. No, yeah, I so. know. Obviously, he's not truly a sociopath. But yeah. remember the first time I told you that and you got really mad at me? Well, yeah, it's my father. But it's only because we were talking about him being in Vietnam and how he likes to talk about killing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I really that, think it, though. Yeah, no, and, and like, you know, the, 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 the character traits that they're talking about are different. Like, he is like, you know, I think I'm good at this. He's not like fucking checked out, like Jason uh, Bateman. Yeah, no, it's a different thing. Interesting. You don't think so? No, I just had a thought, but I can't share it on there. Oh, really? I'll share it with you when we disconnect. Whoa. I'll write it down. Hold on, because it's a family thing. I don't want it to get into the... Okay. 
But yeah, I think that's really funny. Your mom got really mad at the suggestion that your father might be a sociopath. Well, I don't think, uh, yeah, I mean, yes, that upset her. <laughs> but I think also what really upset her is that if he, if he did kill her, it'd be no big deal. He'd go play golf. <laughs> That was fun to plant that remember, seed. Remember that time at Christmas we all played the game of what's the best way to kill somebody? Mm-hmm. And your dad immediately knew. He broke that shit down. Quick. But sociopaths aren't capable of love. He's very no, loving. that's true. Very loving. They're not capable of love or human, true human connections. No. And your dad is. And he's very, very loving. But remember when we were like, uh, okay. He thought the boat idea was terrible. That was, was like, my idea. I go, yeah. I want to get a boat and he's then like, I nah. take somebody out and right away, I dump his, Tommy's body. Yeah, he's like... Well, you know, you'd have to know your route pretty well. And, uh, I mean, if, if you weren't a regular boater, people, somebody would, like, see a boat and they would say, that stands out. She's not always out on the water boating. And, yeah, he uh, knew the reason. He knew all the yeah. things. Like, yeah, you got, plus, you got to know how to, how to drive the boat. You, you don't know how to drive the boat. and uh, You can get lost out there, see, especially yeah. if you're going out at night. You're not an experienced night boater. Uh-uh. Like, mm-hmm. You're really not a... Uh, <laughs> You're not equipped for that. What was your scenario? Like, you wanted to burn me? I think no, I think I wanted to take you into the citrus groves, if I remember. Yeah, There's yeah. A lot of yeah. citrus groves. And a lot of those groves maybe not the groves, maybe it was swamp. I don't know. There's groves out there that go out and then there's swamp kind of, you know, um what's it called? The side of the road. Like uh there's all these like Yeah, long, you're talking about in Florida, like yeah. ditches. So you can keep going out back, you like you go way out in the sticks. I'm like Who's going to find you out here? And also, gators and stuff would probably eat my decomposing body before the police could ever get around to it. I could take you to that one gator spot that I took you to that one time. <laughs> Imagine if I took you there, yeah. threw you overboard. That's, that's where they go to look for gators. Right. So they're there. And because of the heat, too, my body would decompose super fast. Well, I think that's what your father said. Yeah, you Sorry, want it to be that, in the summer. That was his uh, yeah. note to you. He goes, I like that one better. Because your body, her body will decompose faster. Yeah. So I, meaning I, my body. I would throw you out there in July. Right. Because by October, something's eating Done. you, and you're yeah. The on. vultures have come. You know, interesting. Tampa. I had a cab ride of terror. Did you? Yeah, I was doing side splitters in Tampa. I was featuring there years ago, and uh, some jerk off picked me up from the airport as cabbie and took. The darkest, longest route to the Tampa side splitters I have ever been on. I mean, he took me down roads. There were no lights it's anywhere. Scary, right? And I thought for sure, like, oh, I'm getting kidnapped. This is it. This is the end of the road. I'm going to die in fucking Tampa of all places in a club where a bunch of fucking Puerto Rican guys and mullets show up to your shows with gold medallions. Yeah, it's scary. I remember, um, but I wasn't quite as scared as that. Wait, not to say that all of Tampa is Puerto Rican guys and mullets, <laughs> but for some reason, the side splitters week that I did there, it, it was, was nothing all... but it. Yeah. Usually it's not a problem for you. You know, when you're Puerto Rican, you're just Puerto Rican. No offense to Tampa. Tampa is a fine place, just um, not that club that week for some reason. The uh, the thing that that I had one time is I got picked up in, I think, Indiana. Indianapolis. Yeah, I got in the car and I was like, "What's what's going on?" He's like, "Oh, you know, murder here, murder there." <laughs> that was his start. That was his mm. first response: murder here, murder there. Hmm. And I was like, "Okay." Hmm. And then I asked him, "Like, where are you from?" Ah, uh, you know, I'm from. I think it was like Chicago. I had to get out of there because you know some shit going on there. I'm like, <laughs> so you came to the words murder here and murder there. Hmm. It was all about murders. And then he asked me what I did, and I said, "I'm a stand up." He goes, "Yeah," and we started talking about stand up. I brought up Steve Harvey, and he goes, man, fuck Steve Harvey, man. He's an asshole. I was like, I, I like remember this, this ride, yeah. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Fuck Steve Harvey will always stand out in my mind. Let's recap. That was great. Um, I want to thank Charo and Maria. Uh, don't Bye. forget what we've told you to get uh, bonus episode number three, which is out now. Don't forget about that. Uh, don't forget to charge it to the game. The, uh, that episode is out. Um, don't forget that Tina and Tommy together were coming to Columbus with Red Band and Tony Hinchcliffe. Then two days later, we're in Birmingham, then Nashville, then Atlanta and Charlotte. We really need your guys' support. And then San Francisco calls, right. yeah. But uh, we really need your support. And then we go to San Francisco, we do the podcast live. If you live in any of the cities we're going to, Please come out. Please bring a friend. It would be great to have a bunch 
of denim in each and every one of these clubs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's that. You know what I'm saying? Go to your mom's house podcast.com. Do your Amazon shopping through our banner. Yes. And I think that's it. That's it, Jeans. That's it. We love you. We love you, Mommy. Bye, Jeans. Meow. Have a nice day. This is Chilo, the original Mommy. Tak musisz się to...